Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Trending Ticker Podcast. I'm your host, Parker Friedman, and today is going to be a little different. Today we are going to talk about the overall market as once again we posted a 500 point increase in the Dow, second day in a row. S&P finishes over 3,000, and the NASDAQ is up a titch as well, just under 1%. I'm baffled. I, I can't. I can't fathom the increase in the market in the past two days. I see no reason for economic sentiment to be that high currently. I think a lot of it has to do with states reopening, and I don't really understand why that's such a surprise that the market needs to jump this much. I think we were eventually going to get states reopening. We were not going to stay in lockdown forever, folks. So why is the market taking a jump? There's really no reason. Unemployment numbers come out tomorrow morning. They are supposed to be worse than last week's. People are still collecting unemployment at a very high rate, such a high rate that we're talking about putting out another stimulus bill from the government that's being mulled over in the House and the Senate. And you're telling me that the stock market should be going through the roof right now? We're above 25,000 on the Dow again. In, In a time where we have 25 million plus unemployed, where is the logic in that? And there's some stocks that I really, really don't understand why they're moving the way they are, and we'll get to that. But I want everyone to take a step back of looking at whatever portfolio they may hold and seeing such high gains, and and thinking about the stocks in your portfolio, and think about how they're going to be affected by these upcoming quarter two earnings reports. Because they're going to be a nightmare for some companies. They really are. Think about it. I've repeated this over and over again in these podcasts. We're going to have a minimum of two months for most companies where they did not collect, I wouldn't say any revenue, but nearly 90% of the revenue they collected in the year prior. Two months of that. And in some cases, Disney. Three. Disney announced today that they won't be opening parks until July 7th, and even then it'll be at a limited capacity. That's one of the stocks I, I don't understand. That is at $122 right now. Why? You have revenue from Disney Plus coming in, which, yes, is $699 U.S. dollars, and we're going to just act like all 50 million subscribers are in the U.S. $599, excuse me, and, and we'll, we're going to do case study. We'll say they're all in the U.S. So that's $300 million. And let's throw in that they'll make around... I don't know. Let's say let's say another two hundred million on whatever other revenue lines they have, whether that be the toy licensing they own, anything like that. It's only five hundred million dollars in revenue. It's a company that posts billions of dollars in revenue each quarter. And, and you're telling me that stock's worth one hundred twenty-two dollars, making five hundred million dollars in revenue. No, and let's not even talk about what the fixed costs on having those parks closed is, because they, they they do pay fixed costs on that. So, so right there, I mean, you're looking at a company that shot through the moon up to 122 down from, from the lows of 99 for really no justification and even popped on news that they are going to open. Now, there is the rumor that the NBA might go there, but let's take that out of the equation right now because that's still an unknown. It's a rumor. You can buy the rumor on the price action and sell the news, but the price action isn't justified even with that rumor. Because the NBA doesn't have, uh, they have money, 
but they don't have a billion dollars to give to Disney to justify a $120 price tag. They don't. Disney's already paying the NBA for the rights to their games. They own ABC. They own ESPN. So basically what you could see, you could argue is, oh, maybe the NBA won't make them pay for the games this year that they, they play in Orlando. Maybe that will be the, the rent to rent out ESPN, whatever it's called, studios in Orlando, Florida. That still, that still doesn't justify a $122 price tag. I, I don't – that stock and Penn International – or two stocks that baffle me and why it's going so high. Penn shot up from about 20 to 32 in less than a week. In my Penn podcast, I did say I had holdings. I bought calls. I bought 100, I bought uh, five $25 calls expiring on June 19th. And I got out early. I got out way too, I took profits way too early. But me buying calls shows that I wasn't bullish right now in the company. I'm bullish in the long run, say a year. But I don't think it's worth $32 right now. Where's the revenue source? They just opened casinos. And the casinos are operating at like 30% capacity. Penn is mainly a slot machine casino. So you're taking out minimally half the slot machines in order to provide social distancing aspects. And I, under, I get the excitement around the Barstool book, but ladies and gentlemen, that, that has not happened yet. And we don't have sports to bet on. So, and that's not to mention the main betting sport is football, and we have no idea where that's going to go. We might have rumors that the NBA is coming back here. The NHL announced they will be back hopefully in July, but without a location yet. But we don't know how the NFL is going to work. 90-man to a roster? That's a whole other podcast if you want to talk sports on how the NFL could possibly come back. So you're going to sit here and tell me that a future app in which its main revenue driver will be football betting is causing the stock to jump $12 in a week when the main revenue driver of the app that doesn't exist yet might not happen. That's that, that's baffling. I get the excitement and I get the, the cult following of Barstool, but that thing should not be at 32. Meanwhile, Peloton took a $5 dip this week. Peloton's going to have a better quarter than they had last quarter, and last quarter was the best in their, comp- their short-lived, might be it, company history. They passed 100 million subscribers on their interactive fitness platform like a month into the second quarter. And you're telling me that's taking a dip, but Penn International is shooting $12 higher? People, what's the logic? People don't even have money. You're on unemployment. Just, uh, this is this is turning into a rant, but really, I don't, the, the logic for this, and I don't mean to be pessimistic. I really always hope for industry to do well. I would love for the stock market to be bullish 150% of the time. It would make my life as an investor 10 times easier. But that's not the case. And in an economic situation where we have unemployment that's higher than last week's and is going to continue to climb, some analysts say we could stay in double-digit unemployment for a long period of time, even after states are fully reopened. You have people begging the government for more money. They want another stimulus check. Another one. Another like $3 trillion stimulus pumped into the economy. So what, they want that to last till January. That's on the House bill right now, proposed. 
till January COVID COVID benefits. So you're telling me that if people think that we need benefits until January, that this is a properly functioning market right now? Don't give me the pent up demand argument. D don't. Because the economy is not fully open. So the pent up demand can be a thing, yes. But if the economy is not fully open, we can't capture the, the, the full magnitude of that pent up demand and doesn't justify the Dow going to 25,000 today. Okay, yeah, we were going to launch a rocket ship into space today with Tesla. That was supposed to happen at 4.33. Funny how that didn't happen during market hours, Elon Musk. Very funny. So, but that got canceled. But, so, wait, great, great. We're making technological advances. We're going to have the first non-NASA spacecraft launched into, the, to, into space. Let, let, uh, happy news. America is technologically advancing. No, that 500 points. No, doesn't justify it. Oh, but, but, but COVID vaccines might come out in December. Who the hell is going to want to take a COVID vaccine in December? Rushed out to the public. Why would you want to take that? What, what side effects might that have that we aren't going to know about? Because they expediated the process. Second wave in the fall might happen. Whether you believe it or not, it's a possibility looming out there. They're gonna they're telling us that the economy's not gonna get shut down, which I think is probably the smart and wise move to do. But just because the economy shut down doesn't mean demand's not gonna go down. So we have this right now where the economy's completely shut down and people aren't making revenue. So maybe from like August, July to September and August, yay, we get a little bit of bump in demand, a little bit of bump in revenues, everything's on the up and up. October flu season hits, we get another thing of this, and people stay inside. They're not forced inside this time. Businesses are still open, but they stay inside. That's just Walmart, Walmart Lowe's, Home Depot, Amazon are all going to be fine. The companies that's got to stay open this whole time all going to be fine. It's the companies that can't stay open that are going to see that little boost in the third quarter, and then we hit the fourth quarter, and it's going to go to hell in a handbasket again. I... The market, I believe, is not functioning right. Now, I'm a 21-year-old kid. What do I know, right? I've traded for eight years now. I've traded in flash crashes. I've traded in all of this, invested, traded, whatever. I've traded through a period of extreme bullish optimism. What do I know? You've only seen a bullish run. I'm just thinking in using logic here. When a company's not bringing in revenue, it doesn't justify a higher valuation. When a company is paying fixed costs without bringing any revenue on property, that doesn't justify a higher valuation. A product that is not released yet and its main driver may not happen doesn't justify a higher valuation. Now let's talk about DraftKings, another stock that shot up very, very high this past week. What DraftKings is legitimately only sports betting. We have no sports. We have like NASCAR. I don't think people are betting on NASCAR hand over fist. And it's not even, they're not even fully betting. Their big thing is daily fantasy. You know, daily fantasy football, pick your team for one day type of thing none of the team sports exist right now 
Who are you playing fantasy with? Can you play? Is fantasy NASCAR a thing? Maybe fantasy Bundesliga soccer? But it's primarily an American app. I don't know many... I don't know. I don't have any friends who pay attention to the Bundesliga. I love soccer. I don't watch the Bundesliga. You're telling me I'm going to draft a team of guys I don't know to bet? That doesn't seem very logical. The risk-reward there isn't very high. I, I guess the, the, the real end of this rant is what? where are we at? You've got to ask yourself that question. Where are we in this economic cycle? We're at a point where unemployment's sky high. Where the government needs to stimulate our economy by pumping trillions and trillions of dollars into it. Not thinking about repercussions at a later date when we have to deal with the budget deficit. We're dealing with companies who have been shut down for two to, th for, if we're counting since March, for three to four months. Who are reopening at a limited capacity and aren't able to make much revenue as they used to. And that could stay that way for a while, especially if we get a second wave. So when you're evaluating these stocks that you're looking at and you're thinking about investing them, you got to think, how was this company invested by, infected by COVID? Is Disney really worth $122 only bringing in Disney Plus in other IP revenue for three months? Is Penn International Gaming really worth $32 when they have like a month and a half of revenue in on slot machines? And it's half the slot machines they typically run in whatever card games they choose to run in. Is any casino stock really worth that much? I think MGM's a, a superior company to Penn right now. Long run, I think Penn will surpass them. But right now, I believe MGM's a superior company. And they just got their price target cut. And that was justified because they're losing revenue. They're losing the big fights. They're losing the crowds they can bring in through their hotels with other events and the Luxor and all of that. So why isn't the market re thinking about that with everything with every other company? I want to leave you with this question. Market's been up 500 points two days in a row. I want you to look at the one stock that you really like very, very long term. I'm talking three to five years out. And look at it and look at its price right now and ask yourself if it's justified. Just ask yourself. And if you look at the top gainers today, those prices aren't justified. So are your stocks justified? When Hertz, a company's filing bankruptcy, is going higher on nothingness, on the announcement that executives paid themselves bonuses before they went bankrupt where's the logic in that what, what why does that justify a higher valuation on a bankrupt company i want to leave you with that question look at the stocks you like for a two to five year horizon and ask yourself if the price right now is justified if you believe the price right now is justified invest in it but if you don't by thinking of revenue factors and all of that, wait, because there's going to be a pullback. I, I can't tell you I guarantee it because I always could be wrong, but I am of the camp that there's going to be a large pullback and we may go back to the March lows after quarter two. So thank you guys for listening to my pessimistic rant. As always, I am not your financial advisor. I am not a certified 
financial advisor or planner. I do not have any of my Series 7, Series 6, any of that. So do not take my word for absolute correctness and take my predictions and apply them to your investment portfolio. Do your own due diligence or discuss your options with a certified financial advisor today. Thank you guys for listening and I will see you next time.